Welcome to the Matt Morgan Coaching Podcast. The fact that you're listening means you're ready to be inspired and empowered to take your life, love, and leadership to the next level. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to a brand new podcast. It's Matt Morgan, and today's topic is going to be a fun one. The topic of today is how to find the right person in work and relationships. I had one person email me and ask, hey, I'm a business owner. I'm 30 years old. I'm trying to hire people, but I'm also single. So is there any tips you could have to find the right person within work? And then if there's any crossover within relationships and what a great question. That's what we're going to lean into today. And hopefully this will give you some very practical steps. So those of you who are single, those of you who are in a work environment and have to hire anyone, or you know someone who is, you can share this podcast to them because this will be very simple, but very helpful. It's huge. And so there are four things that I want to be able to help guide you through today and answering that question of how to find the right person at work. And then there's some crossover within relationships. The first step, are you ready? (laughs) Can they do the job? Okay. The core thing is competence, right? Do they have the skill set to be able to do that? You know, in a relationship, are you attracted to them immediately? All right. Very simple from a relationship standpoint, but I think from a work standpoint, are they able to actually do the job? It's the first line of defense. It's why you have resumes. It's why you talk to somebody. It's why you give them case studies or tests to be able to watch and see if they can really do it. That's the first thing. But the second thing, and this is way more interesting, do they want to do the job long term? Okay. There's competence and then there's a nature or character. All right. Now the most interesting question you could ever ask when it comes to work or relationships and finding the right person is this, what's their motivation? Why are they doing what they do? Are your goals aligned? I was talking to a CFO a couple of weeks ago in a really large organization. He has 5,500 employees himself. And he said that one of his people in his organization who was high up with him wanted to be CEO. And that desire came out after years of being in a different position. And so they were like, why are you so depressed? Why do you seem down? Why do you seem negative? And it was because his core motivation and his ultimate goal was to be the CEO in the company. But the problem was he was sitting in the wrong chair to the path to be CEO. And they saw that it could create a toxic long-term environment. He was able to do his job really well, but his job wasn't what he really wanted ultimately. And I think him being able to come clean with that and share that helped everybody in the organization realize this is not your best fit, which then is not our organization's best fit. And so they allowed him, you know, to be able to exit gracefully and beautifully to be able to go and live out the kind of motivation he really wanted, which was one day to be CEO. Huge thing. So do they want to do the job? They can do the job, but do they want to do the job long-term? What's their motivation? What are their goals? These are questions to ask people in an interview process. Now, when it comes to relationships, I cannot tell you how important this is, okay? Like one of the most core value and big motivation question for people who are dating, thinking about getting married is the conversation of kids. Do you want to have kids? And I have seen people, I just got off a phone call with one of my clients and they were just having this conversation. And the guy was like, Hey, you know, we had this conversation. We discussed early on in a relationship that we're not having kids. And this was a deal breaker for me. And if we're going to be together, you know, like we can't have kids. And she said, okay. 
<laughs> and many or most women, when it comes to like even kind of an agreement, they're thinking like, that's okay for now, but I will rope you in. Man, anytime you say like any kind of deal breaker, like sure, you're not going to have kids unless they're like adamant with you and they're like, oh, okay, but you know, we'll talk about it more. That's a red flag. Meanwhile, I have a secret conversation with a woman. She says things like this. Well, he doesn't know it yet, but we're going to have at least two. <laughs> this is a huge thing. Now, here's the deal. Long term, their motivation may be, I don't want kids or I do want kids. Are your goals aligned? This is a deal breaker conversation within a relationship and why it's so important in the dating phase or before you get married to be able to ask important questions like, hey, what are your top five values in order? What are your goals? What are your motivations? What are your thoughts around kids? You gotta ask yourself, what are your own non-negotiable deal breakers so that you can understand yourself and then ask questions with your partner. So that one is huge. That's number two. Number three is this. Is their nature reinforced by the job? Here's what I mean by that. Could an introvert do a good job at selling people, you know, over the phone as a salesperson? Yeah, they probably could. Will they long-term? No, probably not. It's not in their nature, okay? And therefore, it wouldn't reinforce their nature, but grain against it. I was just talking to another executive and he was like, yeah, my salespeople are going out. And they're talking about one guy who sells really well, but as they're out on the road, he just wants to lock himself in his hotel room and not talk to anybody. Why? Because the dude's an introvert. He's trying to recharge his batteries big time and so he can do the job, but the homeboy's about to totally burn out and he's only been doing the job for a year. This is why in organizations, having things like personality assessments is extremely helpful. And here soon, we're about to give you an entire series. So stay tuned for this on probably one of the most profound personality assessments that I have discovered so far. It's called the Enneagram. And we're going to do an entire series coming up here in just a couple of weeks. And so you are not going to want to miss that. But this is a question. Is their nature reinforced by the job? And lastly, number four is this team fit. That has to do with chemistry. So we got the competence question. We got the character question. And now this is the chemistry question. Like, are we a good fit? Now, that's huge in work. You know, do I like you? Do I want to hang out with you? Because if I don't like you, oh my gosh, you may be able to have the competency to do your job. You might have the character, but you just may be annoying to that person. And that is a deal breaker for you. My wife is going through that conversation right now. This guy can do the job. He's a great guy. He's a helpful man, but oh my gosh. Gosh, I just don't know if I can have this guy be an investor and be a teammate because the chemistry conversation is just the big one that she's having to wrestle with right now. Now, from a relationship standpoint, here's the deal. There was a man named Tony Robbins who once talked about the six human needs, and this is a powerful thing. There are six human needs that all of us have, even though there's 7 billion people on the planet. How is that possible? Well, all of us are unique and different. Yes, we're all like a snowflake, but the point is every snowflake is made up of the exact same stuff, all right? We're not all that different. Now, we all have these six needs. Number one is certainty the need to know what to expect and to be able to understand your world. Now, the way that can manifest for some people is the certainty in a relationship, certainty in a job, certainty in a title, certainty in the amount of money you make, certainty in the kind of car you drive. There's a lot of different ways we can get certainty, but that's kind of the core need, if you will. The second one is uncertainty. It's actually variety, right? We actually have a phrase in American culture that says variety is the spice of what? 
of life, right? How boring would it be if you taste the same food every single day, right? Some people are like, oh, I want to explore a new restaurant, a new environment, a new place. I want a new vacation. I don't want to go to the same place. I want a new experience. Why? Because variety is the need they're tapping into. Number three is significance. Where do you get your self-worth? That's huge. Number four is love, right? We need love. And if we get hurt by love, right? Connection is the thing that we settle for. Number five, Tony talks about number five and number six is almost spiritual. Number five is growth. If you're not growing, you're dying, right? If you take your toddler into a pediatrician and the pediatrician says, little Johnny ain't growing, everybody freaks out, right? Because if you're not growing, you're dying. And so growth and being able to exercise and be challenged on that is a need that we all have. And number six, and this is like almost if you were funneled into a bullseye, this bullseye of this, which is so beautiful and sadly so few people ever truly get to experience is contribution. You guys, it's cliche, but it's true. It truly is better to give than to receive. And when you can give out of the joy of your heart, you actually get more than you could possibly imagine. Now, here's the deal. We share all six of those human needs, but each of us have one or two that rise to the top as if almost all the other four like funnel into these one or two. Now, here's the question. What are your top two emotional needs? And if you ask your partner that or a business partner that, and you're like, huh, we are exact opposite, maybe on an extreme element. I've seen people who the woman has an extreme need for certainty. And so there's a lot of fear and certainty was the biggest thing that she needed. And on a scale of one to 10, it was like a 9.5. And on the flip side, she's engaged to a man who has variety, the exact opposite need as his top one. And it was like, oh my gosh, the same thing. No way. I need a jet set. I need to get away. I need to travel. I need to explore new things. And it was a 9.5 or 10 is what he said that his need is on how high it is for him. Now, what's the chances of their relationship being able to make it long term? (laughs) Not very good. Yes, they could be in a relationship. Yes, they could even get married. Yes, they could have several good years. But over time, it's going to grain on both of them because the team fit just isn't there. So the question is, are we same or similar in our top two needs? This is probably one of the most powerful things that you can do when trying to ask the question, how do I find the right person in work? or relationships. So I hope that's helpful. Take it with you. And again, if you got questions, we got answers. Simply go to mattmorgan.com, go to the contact us page and enter your questions there. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Matt Morgan Coaching Podcast. Subscribe below, share it with your friends. And if you want to take your life, love or leadership to the next level, check us out online at mattmorgan.com.